All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is April 27th, 2023, and week 221. If you're new around here, welcome to Doing the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. As you can see from the title, it says initiation. And I'm pretty sure we all know or are familiar with what an initiation is. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it and also learn how to apply these things taught to our daily lives. So again, the Minister of the Hour, Minister Tony Banks. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us. Lord, we thank you for how you kept us, how you watched over us. Lord, we thank you for uh, just giving us a heart, giving us a mind to, uh, to to be saved, Lord, because we understand that that's the most important thing, Lord, to, giving us a mind that uh, we would desire to follow your word, follow your plan for our lives. Uh, Lord, we're praying that uh, so many others would get saved, Lord, our friends, our family members, um, all those around us, Lord, uh, even the people we don't know, the strangers out there, Lord, we're praying that we would just all be saved um, and that we would give you what you're asking for. We're praying for the Bible study tonight, Lord, that your word would go forth, Lord, that we would all decrease and you would only and you alone would increase. Uh, Lord, continually remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm, every trial, every tribulation. Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we are talking about um, an initiation. Um, my mind went to uh, when a person is deciding to join a fraternity, a sorority, um, a school. Um, even a job you can look at as an initiation. Whenever people want to join something, uh, it can be the military, it can be virtually anything, uh, just a certain group of people. Uh, there's an initiation phase. There's a phase where uh, it's kind of like tryouts. Uh, if a person's going out for a sports team, your initiation, yeah, that's really what the tryout is. This initiation is... Uh, let, let's see how how bad you want to be in this, uh, be a part of this group of people, be a part of this program, uh, be a part of whatever it is that's being offered. Um, and so uh, if you understand anything about an initiation, there are certain things that you must do. There's certain rituals, there's certain um, um, activities that you must do that the people who are in this group um, have did time and time again. That's how they got in. Now, I understand sometimes things change, uh, but I'm dealing with things staying the same. Uh, when there's initiation, uh, we, we've seen, even with fraternities and sororities, we've seen how uh, oftentimes that dur during the initiation process, um, sometimes people are killed. Uh, because of just some of the outrageous things uh, that people ask others to do, uh, you know, with hazing and things along those lines. Um, but 
there's so many groups out there that have different processes that we must do in order to join. I mentioned the military. Now, I've never been in the military. I've known many people who have been, but there's an initiation phase. There's a, a there's a period of time that now there's a period of time where you have to uh, you might go to basic training. Uh, they're going to have you do all these different drills. They'll have you uh, do these different heights and different runs and different exercises. And uh, they'll do uh, different trainings. Um, it, all these different things are a part of the initiation phase. They might have you shave your head. They might have you, uh, you. You will have to adhere to certain guidelines if you want to be called, you know, a Marine or uh, part of the Navy or the Air Force or uh, whatever branch it is that you're hoping to join, there's a certain initiation phase. Um, and so that period of time, really, the, uh, the, the people who you might be wanting to join, they're basically finding out, do you belong here? Can you, can you exist here? Uh, will you survive here? Um, how much do you want to be a part of this? Are you willing to do the things that we've laid out? Uh, and oftentimes it's going to be some things that the person does not want to do. But they're basically just wanting to know, do you really want it? Are you willing to do what it takes to be a part of this group? That's what the initiation phase is about. And so finally, a person uh, finally does everything that's necessary. And now you can receive the rewards and all the benefits that come along with it. We know the military, if a person is in the military, look, there's so many benefits, I can't even name them. I can't name all the benefits. There's benefits for uh, not only that, that person, but their family, uh, their children. There's benefits, a uh, long line of benefits, so much money towards school, uh, get so much money off of things, even going to just restaurants or um, wherever a person may find themselves, insurances, there's just benefits. But if a person does not get through the initiation phase, they'll never receive those benefits. And so the reason I bring this up is because in God, there is an initiation phase. That's the phase we're living in right now. That's the phase we're living in. But in this phase, you're, it's a test run. It's a trial. God is watching us. He's examining us. He, he's going to put us through different tests and different drills and, and different activities that we must do if we want to actually be a part of the group, be a part of his kingdom. That's what we want to be initiated in. But, uh, when people die, we say they receive uh, their white robe. We're basically saying they made it past the initiation phase. They've entered on in. Now they got the full benefit. See, right now, we're in a phase where we want to be fully initiated. We want to be a full member of the body of Christ. Now, right now, we are. Uh, if you did certain things that we're going to discuss tonight, you might be a member. Now, I'll say uh, you can still be 
kicked out with an, an, an uh, dishonorable discharge. Now, nobody wants to get that. Even in the military, people in the military know about that. Nobody wants to receive that. And so once we come over and uh, we enter into being a member of the body of Christ, we don't want to get discharged. You don't want to mess up and God kick you out. But that choice is up to us. He's going to lay out all the rules. He's not going to kick you out because of an injury now, because you fell down and you might have broke your, your hand or something. He's not kicking you out because of an injury. He's going to only kick you out because of sin. And so you can control that much, much better than you can control an injury. And so you don't have to worry about that. But we're going to deal with the initiation because God knows I want all of us to be initiated into the body of Christ. But if we're not willing to do what he laid out, we won't get in. But you can want to join the military or whatever fraternity, sorority, whatever you want to join. You want you can want to join a certain school. And if you are not willing to do what they ask you, even a job, they have an initiation. They say, look, you've got to fill out this application. You've got to submit uh, your compliance to uh, being drug tested, to having a background test. You've you got to be willing to do all these different things. You've got to put down your references. And even after that, they say, we'll call you in and you'll have an interview. See, these are a part of the initiation phase. And even after they tell you, look, you've got the job. See, that was one step in the phase. You made it through phase one. They said, look, you got the job. But just know, they're still watching you. They're still keeping an eye on you. And if you start to do some things, if you start misbehaving, look, the first week we show up on time is yes, sir, yes, ma'am. We're doing everything they ask us. But after a couple weeks, after a couple months, we become relaxed. And now we feel we don't have to listen to anybody. So they said, look, man, you're you're getting discharged. You cannot continue to work here. You never got through phase two. So I hope you guys can understand uh, where I'm going with this. I want to show you now. Now, we've talked about some worldly uh, examples of initiation. But I want to talk to you about God's initiation. Uh, because he gives us, uh, we've seen Jesus do it so many times. He give he gives us examples of worldly things to help us understand something spiritual. So that's my goal uh, to follow in the footsteps of Christ, the best teacher uh, that ever touched this earth. And so um, let us run over to the book of Second Thessalonians, chapter two, Melvin, um, and let's read that verse there. Find it. All right. All right. Verse 15. Therefore, brother. 15. Mm-hmm. Yep. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now, Paul writes to them, and the reason I wanted to come here is because he tells them, look, hold on to the traditions. That initiation in these different groups, they are traditions. Uh, I, I heard someone talk before, 
and I can't remember the entire story, but I remember them talking about how um, this person was in the military and he talked about how uh, they would have the United States flag um, and they would be carrying the flag. Um, I think I can't remember how they were carrying it, uh, but that flag could not touch the ground. See, these things are a part of different traditions, different rituals, initiation, uh, even. Uh, at different times, you will see at sporting events, people stand up and they sing the national anthem. These are different traditions. People take off their hat. Uh, people put their hands over their chest. These are different traditions. And so when it comes to initiation, whether it be a job, whether it be a group, uh, whatever it is, whatever organization, there are different traditions, different rituals. Things that might not seem that important to us. We might look at the flag and say, man, why, what's the harm in it? Touching the ground. What if it just mistakenly hits the ground? Yeah, but that's the tradition that is set. The tradition is don't let it hit the ground. And so someone on the outside may look at that and say, man, that doesn't make any sense. What, what, what's the big deal if it does, if it does just so happen to touch the ground? But to someone who's a part of this group, they're going to look at it from a different angle. They're going to say, no, sir, you don't let you don't you do not disrespect the flag. See, that's how two different people are going to look at it. So now with God, he has different traditions. He's got different rituals that we must perform. If we want to get on, if we want to get past the initiation. If we want to become a part of the kingdom of God. And so you cannot look from the outside in and say, what does it matter? See, he told us different traditions. He told us to be baptized in his name, in the name of Jesus. He told us to receive the Holy Ghost. See, we cannot escape these things because this is initiation. These are rituals. These are traditions. Paul told us in this chapter, second. Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 15, he says, Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught. See, if you join any group in this world, they're holding on to the traditions that somebody set so many years ago. Whatever group you wish to look at, they're holding on to different traditions. Different religions have different Traditions. They said, we're going to fast on this day. We're going to go into prayer at this hour. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. On this specific day of the year, we're going to have this celebration. Different traditions. And so God now, God has some traditions he wants us to observe. So Paul said, hold on to these traditions. And I'm telling you the reason why is because it's a part of the initiation. Now, run over, Mel, into the book of John, chapter 3. And I believe I want verse 7. John, chapter 3, and verse 7. See, do not fail to enter into heaven because you have not fully went through the initiation process. See, there's a lot of people out there who have not went through the process and do not even want to go through the process. See, it's okay if you have not did it. 
This is, again, this program is joy in the midst of a storm. This is not about condemning you. This is not about condemnation. This is about letting you know what things you have to do. So Paul said, hold on to the traditions, to the rituals, to the things that God told us to do. So we're going to go back and look at Jesus. And let's see what he said in verse 7 here, ma'am. John chapter 3 and verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. He said, if you want to be a part of his kingdom, he said, marvel not. Don't get hurt. Don't get offended. Don't get worked up. Just know there are some things that you must do. If you want to be initiated into the kingdom of God, if you want to become a part of the body of Christ, if you want all of those benefits, see, we love to find us a job with some good benefits. We say, oh, I want the 401k. I want up to 3%, up to, up to 6% match. I, I, I want all of these benefits. I want the good health insurance. I don't want to have to pay much money every month for good dental insurance and, and vision. And, and I want uh, uh, life insurance. We want all of the benefits. We want the benefits. But in order to get these benefits, we've got to go through the initiation. So now that we're talking about God, because we understand the world and how we have to do things to, to receive the benefits. Now, when it comes to God, he said, that I say unto thee, you must. You've got to do this. You must. See, the word must. There's no way around it. You must do it. You have to. You will if you want to be initiated. This is what he's trying to tell us. Any group out there, and they set the rules, they tell you what you must do, and you decide, am I going to do it or not? Do I really feel like it's worth it? The benefits that they're offering, do I think it's really worth it? This is what Jesus is telling us. You must do this. So, so many times I've come on the air, come over uh, Facebook and, and whatever other platforms we're on. I can't even name all of them. Uh, but we come over these airways and we talk about what things we must do to be saved. That's like, Salvation, I know somebody told you it's free, but it, it costs. It's going to cost us something. It's going to cost you something. He said, you must do these things. Pick us up, Mel, in verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He said you won't receive those benefits unless you're born again. You will not get the benefit. You've got to be initiated. You've got to go through the rituals, through the traditions. Paul told us to hold on to them. See, somebody today is not holding on to the traditions that God laid out. See, we'll hold on to worldly traditions. Look, when it's July 4th, you know what we're doing? 
somebody's firing up the grill. Somebody say every year we have a family get together. We we put barbecue on the grill. We put ribs and, and all these other things, hamburgers. We we do all of this. It's a tradition, and that's fine. To eat all the burgers you want to eat. But you know what? God laid out some traditions. Are we holding on to those the same way we're holding on to the family traditions? We always have a a, a family reunion at this time of the year. That's nice. But what about the traditions that God said hold on to? Are you calling those crazy? Are you saying it's not that important? But he's going to look at, well, why did you think the family barbecue was so important then? Why did you think those things were so important? But now hold on to the traditions that God said. This is a part of initiation. See, it's a sad thing. Now, I've seen this happen. A lot of times people will get kicked out. Uh, I've seen people kicked out of the military. They go and they don't follow all the commands and they don't make it. They get kicked out. But you know what? They still try to pretend because they already got a uniform. Uh, They got their name on their uniform because they got them a nice little hat. They're going to continue to pretend that, hey, I'm a part of this group. But you know what? Once the military finds out, they said, look, you're false advertising. You're, You're not with us. You're not with us. You can take all the pictures you want. You can stand at a tin hood you want. You can say whatever things, but you're not with us. See, there's coming a time where in the end of time, God's going to separate. He told us he's going to separate those on his right hand and those on the left. His children from those who are not his children. And you don't want to find out in that day that you were not initiated, that you really were not a part of God's kingdom. You're really not on God's side. You're on the other side. You, this whole time you were thinking, oh, yeah, I'm living right. I'm doing this and I'm doing that for God. You don't want to get to this point where he looks at your life and says, did you do everything that was Contain all the guidelines. Did you follow them? All the rules and regulations. Did you follow these things that I said you must do? Is what Jesus told us. He said you must be born again in verse 7. He's going to come back and take inventory. He's going to look and see. Did you do what was necessary for the initiation process? Did you do what was necessary? If you really to join the kingdom of God, did you do what was necessary? Now, to me, now this is the way I see it, man. It looks harder to join the military than it is to be saved and to be initiated into God's family. Now, that's what it looks like to me. And I've seen so many people join the military. Look, they go through some hard workouts. They, They have you standing out there in the rain, in the snow. I mean, they got people yelling at you. They got people cursing. I mean, you have to endure a lot of tough things. But now God said to be initiated. Look, I want you to acknowledge that you did some wrongs in your life. See, pride creeps up into people. It's hard to acknowledge that you've been wrong. Once you humble yourself now, 
Once you humble yourself, you can repent. You can acknowledge I've been wrong. He said, be baptized in the name of Jesus. Look, people are taking showers every day. People are taking baths at least every other day, every week maybe. I don't know what everybody's doing, but if you're doing these things on a regular basis, it's only water. Now, it means a lot now. That water means more. But the point is, you're still getting wet all the time. Somebody, I talked to one man, he, talk, he told me about how the drill sergeant had, a, had them out there standing in the rain. I don't even remember how long. They were just standing there. Wasn't even doing anything. But the man had them standing out there. But if God asks you to get wet for him, he tells you to be baptized for him. You say, no, I'm not doing that. But for the drill sock, now to me, it seemed like it's hard. Now, that, now this is me now. I'd have a hard time standing out there in the rain knowing this man is trying to make a fool out of me. There, there's nothing we're accomplishing here. He knows it's raining and he's standing underneath the umbrella. He's standing underneath some type of cover. He's underneath the building and he's yelling out things to me. And I'm getting soaking wet for no reason whatsoever, for his good pleasure. See, I would take offense at Now, that's me now. I'm not in the military and I'm not trying to offend anybody that's in it. But my point is, I believe God is going to look out for you more than anybody on this earth. So why would I not follow his initiation? And it's far easier than any other initiation in this earth. Look, going through school. Look, it's a tough process going through school. Man, they, they have applications. Look, if you, if you decide you want to go back to school for something, they say, look, you've got to take your ACT. You've got to take the GRE. You've got to take this test. I don't even know the names all these tests. The CVE, the this. Look, they've got so many names of these tests. <laughs> Seems like they're coming out with another one every day. And on top of that, they say, you got to pay $2,000 for it. You got to pay us $1,000. And on top of that, they say, you know what? In order to study for it, you need to buy all these books. And then on top of that, look, we've got this program out here. You should buy this program. This will help you study so you can make a good score. And then on top of that, they say, look, you've got to pay to submit your application. It's only $1,000 to submit your application. You, you need to pay for it. See, they're going to make the initiation process so very difficult. But God said, look, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I'll give you rest. I'll help you. We're in a world where so many groups now, they're going to make the initiation tough. But God says, look, I just want you to come to me. Receive the Holy Ghost. Be baptized in the name of Jesus. It's not hard to do this stuff. If you truly desire to do it, it's not hard. It's not hard. It's not hard. But somebody is fighting. And so Jesus, he says, we must be born again. Read verse uh, five for us, man. I'm going to drop down to verse five. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He says, unless you do this, if you are not willing to be water baptized that's born of the water, if you are not willing 
to receive the Holy Ghost as being born of the Spirit, he said, you cannot see and you cannot enter into God's kingdom. You can be in the church. You can go to church for the rest of your life. But you still will not have did what he said to get through the initiation. See, friends, I don't want you to show up at the last day after you finally die, after you've had such a nice, good life, that God tells you, you know, there's a man, there is a wedding, and the person came into the wedding without the wedding garment. And the king looked at the person and he said, friend, how did you get in here? And you didn't have on your wedding garment. The clothing that you needed to have, you did not do what was necessary. You have not prepared yourself to make it through the initiation. So the Bible tells us, he said, bind them hand and feet, hand and foot, bind them. Cast this person into outer darkness where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. God to look at me and say, Tony, you didn't do what was necessary. You didn't follow the traditions that I told you to follow. You followed all the worldly traditions. Look, every Thanksgiving you had dressing. You made sure to keep up with that. But the things that I told you to follow, you would not follow. I don't want God to look at me that way. And I don't want God to look at you that way. So I'm, I'm pleading with someone. I'm pleading with you. Turn your life over to God. Be born again. And all that simply means is to receive the Holy Ghost and be baptized in Jesus' name. Repent of your sins. Acknowledge that you have been wrong. Acknowledge that there are some things in your life God told you not to do. You don't have to look around and say, well, so-and-so isn't doing it. It's not about them. See, do you want to be initiated into God's kingdom or not? Because so-and-so over there, they might not want this. And that's okay. They might not want to be a part of this. But do you want it? All you have to do is repent of your sins. Be baptized in the name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Ghost. And continue on the journey. Allowing God to help you. But this is the easiest thing you'll ever do. Now, it gets Difficult at times. Do not understand. Misunderstand me. But this is the easiest thing we could do. It's much easier living a life of being saved than it is living a life of not being saved. I can think back. I had such a hard time living in the world, hurting myself all the time. See, now that I'm on this side, I've learned how to not hurt myself because I was hurting myself all the time. Hurting myself physically, emotionally. Now God is helping me to not hurt myself. Now I'm not getting involved with things that mean me no good. Now I'm not out getting into fights with people. People beat me up. I've seen people lose their life getting into fights. But God told us not to do these things. He told us to agree with our adversary quickly. So there are so many things, so many benefits that come with living this life. Life is easier this way. I know somebody out there will look at it and say, I can't see how it's easy. It seems like it's not fun. You haven't, you haven't tried this yet. 
That's the problem. You have not experienced it yet. It's the best thing that would ever happen to you. But you've got to go through the initiation before you receive all the benefits. And God wants to see you if you're serious. See, you've got to do this thing wholeheartedly. You can't come in here and say, well, I got baptized and I got the Holy Ghost. And you still think you can live any kind of way. It won't work. You will not receive the benefits. You're on your way to being discharged. Don't even realize it. But that's where they are. They're on their way to being discharged. The king is going to look at you and say, friend, how in the world did you get in here? You don't belong here. Bind them hand and foot. Kick them out. So if you don't remember anything else, remember this. You need to be baptized in the name of Jesus. If you are not sure, if you were baptized correctly, you need to go back and check. And if you never can figure out if you did it correctly, you need to just be rebaptized. You'll find people do that in Acts chapter 19. They're rebaptized. If you don't know about the Holy Ghost, look into it. On the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, they all spoke in tongues after they received the Holy Ghost. You will speak in tongues after you receive the Holy Ghost. You will, because the book declares it. This is initiation. I want you to make it because God knows I want to make it. I don't want to be there by myself. I want to see others make it also. And so I'm trying my best to make sure that I'm doing everything God told me to do, to be initiated, to enter into a kingdom. Look, I want all the benefits God has for me. Look, I know there's some good jobs out there that'll pay you good money. Oh, they'll pay me six figures. Look, (laughs) six figures has nothing on God. Six figures has nothing on him. Don't don't let money cause you to lose out on your benefits with God. Don't let good health insurance, good dental insurance, good vision insurance, don't let these things cause you to think those are just the, the, the best benefits there are in this life. Don't let, don't let, don't think that. But God has way better benefits than those. You talk about vision, insurance. Look, God created your eyes. He created them. I think it was the man Moses. He was, what, 120 years old when he died. The Bible said, look, his eyes were not even dim. He, he didn't need any context by the time he died. He didn't need any glasses. Look, I, I know when we go to the doctor, they say, oh, your eyes are getting worse. But the older you get, your eyes just seem to be getting worse and worse. But Moses, God had blessed him. Look, this man had some benefits. Man's eyes did not get dim. God knows my eyes have already gotten dim. I already have to wear contacts. But I'm trying to show you the benefits that God has. He'll do these things for us. He'll bless us with some things that no job can bless us with. No other group, no organization. God has better benefits. And so I want them. But in order for me to receive those benefits, I've got to go through his initiation. I've got to continue on this journey of being saved. I can't turn back. Look, you can't quit a job and expect to still receive a check. No, you've got to continue. 
So let us continue on following God. And if you have not been baptized in the name of Jesus, this is your opportunity. It's important. I'm not talking about if you have been baptized at all. No, I'm talking about have you been baptized in Jesus' name. I'm not talking about have you been baptized and somebody said, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That, that's not it. That will not get it. You must do these things the way God said do them. If you join any group, you must follow their instructions to the T. Exactly the way they said do it. If you don't do it exactly the way they say do it, they won't accept it. I've seen people uh, being in school and uh, you might have a, a page, uh, you might have to write a paper and they give you a 500 word limit. Look, if you go over that limit, you can go 501, 502, 503. They won't accept it. They won't accept it. It could have been the best paper out there. You could have had everything written so good. The story was uh, captivating. However, you did not follow instructions. So I've seen people not accept it. It's important to follow the instructions that are set for us. So God, he has some instructions. And through the mouth of Jesus, he told us to be baptized. He told us to receive the Holy Ghost. He told us to repent. And continue on this journey. So God bless you guys. Um, at this time, I will turn it into the hands of Melvin. Um, but please, be born again. This is the initiation that God himself set. Now, you might not like it. You might not agree with it. But it's his group now. Remember that. It's his kingdom. It's his family. You don't have to become a part of his brotherhood, his sisterhood. You don't have to become a part of it if you don't want to. But if you do want to, this is the only way that you're going to do it. God bless you guys. At this time, in the hands of Mel. Thank you. Um, good message, as always. And we've had so many Bible studies on this topic. Um, and no matter how many times people have heard it, people need to hear it again. Um, it, se it may seem like just the same old thing and same old thing. but we tend to get something different every time we hear something. Um, for instance, if you watch a movie and then you go and watch it again, you're bound to catch something that you didn't catch the last time. You're bound to something at the end makes sense because of something at the beginning, and but you didn't catch it until you went back and watched it again. And it's the same thing with the word of God, you know. You know one place it says, hear a little... And they're a little precept upon precept, line upon line. It's not going to be just like in a movie from beginning to end. But the point remains is if you read something more again and again, you will get a better understanding of it. And um, speaking of Bible studies that we had, we had one in particular called Traditions of God or Man. Well, we as a human race seem to hold steadfast on the traditions of man. Um, like Tony has mentioned, um, popping fireworks on July 4th or barbecuing and nothing is wrong with those things, but are we holding the traditions of God? Um, you, Tony, you brought up the military. I recently saw a video of some training where people 
deliberately get pepper sprayed and have to fight through that. And I'm just looking at it and I'm like, my God, just imagine if God had us go through those things, we would be so against it. Like, um, it's ridiculous the amount of things that we go through to get certain benefits when God has the greatest benefits of all. Yet we we don't even want to get into some water. We don't want to have a tearing service to get the Holy Ghost. Um, I saw a post not too long ago of people pretending to be in fraternities or sororities. And I've I've noticed people do not take that stuff lightly if um you're you're a pretender. Or you're you're speaking wrong or ill-advised words towards a certain sorority or fraternity, and they have their initiation. Um, I know they have this event. I think it's called a probate, where they announce the newest members. But if we see um, somebody misrepresenting God, we don't say anything. And I'm not saying drag them or talk down on them, but we don't try to help them. Now, this person or these group of people that pretended to be in these sororities and fraternities. So people, they dragged them, talked down, talked bad about them, saying, you don't understand the importance of this, all these things that people have gone through to get this. And it at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. But I, I just noticed that we don't have that same mentality to try to, again, not drag people down, but to, to help people. And... um. Another thing is I'm reminded of a verse in the Bible. It says, don't get weary of well-doing. In your well-doing, um, Tony brought up uh, a job. Like when you first get hired, you show up on time, you do this and you do that. And then as time goes on, you start to get sloppy. I remember I started working overnight at Walmart. And in hindsight, I can't believe it, but um, I used to be excited to go there. I either started working at 10 p.m. or 10.30 p.m. and getting off at 7 a.m. It had to be at my next job at 7 a.m. And I used to be excited to do that. But as time went on, I got weary in my well-doing. Now, this is natural, like uh, well-doing at my job. But I got weary in it. I started getting tired. I had so many other things on my plate to where my job at Walmart started to get sloppy. And that's how we are when it comes to doing the good deeds of God. We start off so strong, so excited, wanting to tell everybody. And then it starts to get mundane. It starts to get repetitive. And we get weary in our well-doing. We just start going through the motions instead of doing everything wholeheartedly. I'm reminded of another place in the Bible where it says, go back to your first works. Get excited again as we always should be, we had another Bible study that says, don't forget his his benefits because we need that reminder. We need to hear these things over and over so that we can apply them to our lives. But that's all I have to add. I hope you guys got something out of the message. As my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys. There is always a good message. And we love the inter the interactions, um, the comments, the questions. It seems like people always have something to say, and we love it. <laughs> we definitely love it. So uh, we definitely hope to see you guys 
in those messages. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy. And once again, counted all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. If the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with yet another topic coming straight from the word of God. So until then, you guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. And we'll see you guys the next time. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign Joystorm12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Mm-hmm.